the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Leg of the Ozarks Podcast, Studio B. This is the New Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You know, you can download any of these free apps, any mobile device, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, Spotify. They're all free. And you would be joining the thousands upon thousands listening every week from all over this blue marble planet. Let's check in and see who's listening from where today. We got the United States at the top of the list, Nigeria, Australia, the UK, Netherlands, Latvia, South Africa, Indonesia, Singapore, Canada, Norway, India, Philippines, Ghana, Kenya, New Zealand, Peru, and always our favorite, the parts that are unknown. Well, thank you so much for helping me spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ worldwide. Uh, you'll have to excuse my voice today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Last week and this week seems a little little froggy. little froggy. Uh, how's everybody doing today? You know, we're in a series titled Hearing. This is Hearing God's Voice in Everyday Life. And you know, that's what we're after. Not just those times that it might be, you know, have to go to a special meeting, which, you know, we do hear God's voice. Uh, maybe during a set prayer time where maybe you've attended a prayer meeting and and you set out to, you know, take that time to hear. But we're looking to hear him daily. And, and I hope that you could really find value in that, in being able to communicate and to hear God in everyday life and everyday issues of life. God is speaking. And what we're seeing here is, is that we, we can hear him. Let's jump into today, First Samuel 3. In verse 1, now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. The word of the Lord was rare in those days. Now, we think of that word rare as in like um, a limited supply, and that is one of the definitions. But in the Greek, that's not the primary definition. If we look at Greek or even Hebrew, uh, it actually means valuable. The word of the Lord was valuable in those days. It, it added to his life. It was, it was valuable or it was something that was precious, something to be treasured. So we need to learn to value his voice. So, so it's like this. My, my dear mama passed away a couple years ago. And this woman filled with just, I mean, amazing godly wisdom and knowledge and her voice was rare. What do I mean? It was very valuable to me in my life. It, it added a great value. It was a benefit to hear from my mother. And I talked to my mother uh, every single day while she was alive. It helped me. We wanted, you know, we, we want to hear God. <clears throat> but we have to understand that if you really do want to hear him, you're going to have to place a value on that. It's going to have to be valuable to you. You'll have to value his voice. You'll have to act like um, what he has to say is going to be the most important thing that he ever has to say to me. And you're going to have to act that way every time. Because you do understand every time God speaks to you, that is the most important thing that God will be saying to you every time, right? Now, we know this to be true. What we don't value 
you don't really give much attention to. So for instance, maybe let's say you have a coworker, okay, that uh, who talks too much and, and never says anything, right? You know, these kind of people maybe just always complains about everything. You might hear this person talking, but you're not really hearing what they're saying. You hear the noise, but not really the words. You you don't value this person's voice. You're not tuning in to really hear what they're saying, but yet I hear you talking. Proverbs 4, 20 and 21, my son, give attention unto my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep in the midst of your heart. God is encouraging us to incline our ears to his sayings. Lean in and listen. Now, while leaning into or inclining towards God, you understand automatically the other thing you're doing is you are tuning and turning away from the other noise, those that we do not value, right? You're not, you're not going to take the time to really lean into what they're saying. So if you want to, uh, if, if you really want to value God's voice, number one, you need to set an appointment. Exodus 19, 10 and 11, then the Lord said to Moses, go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. If you go on down into verse 19, and when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him by voice. Then the Lord came down upon the Mount Sinai and on the top of the mountain. And the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. So Moses spoke, and God spoke to him by voice. God set an appointment. He said, you get these people ready over the next couple days because I'm coming to see you and to have a talk with you. So set yourselves to hear what it is that I'm saying. This This is a very practical, but a missed appointment becomes a disappointment. And if you don't set an appointment, you're going to miss it. Listen, you know this, that we set appointments to meet with people that we don't even like. Or, or maybe let me say it this way. We set appointments with people to discuss issues that we don't like. Uh, taxes. Uh, you ever made an appointment for your taxes and walked out overjoyed and celebrating? Not usually. But you'll not miss that one, will you? And we need to value this and set appointments to meet with the most important person that there is. And let me say it this way, and maybe this helps a bit. Church can be that appointment. Sunday mornings, Wednesdays, you know, maybe whatever days that you have set meeting times at a building that you would call church, you, you can set an appointment to meet with God that morning or that evening. You know, hey, Lord, I'm going to be there at 10 a.m. Sunday. Meet me there. Speak to me, Lord. I mean, after all, why else do I come to church? I hope it is to meet with the Lord. And so this can make it easy seeing how we seem to think we are possibly too busy with life during the week. Well, okay, but, but what about Sundays? What about Wednesday nights? Just something practical to say, okay, God, well, if I'm going anyway, I'm here, I'm expecting to meet with you this morning. So speak to me and expect that every week. Start, just start there and see how valuable it becomes to you because it, it would be my hope that it would spill over into your everyday lives. See if God will meet with you there or not. I bet he will. And once you experience that, hopefully you'll see the value in that where you're saying, okay, let's meet again Tuesday after work. Lord, let's meet again Thursday morning. Take some time to meet him. Set it aside. Don't let anything interfere with that appointment. Don't cancel the appointment. It's very simple, guys. We do this all the time with everything else. 
don't miss your appointment. Set a date and a time in your phone if you have to. Set a place. Make it a real appointment. God comes to a prepared atmosphere. Imagine coming to church and we didn't prepare Sundays. Nobody's at the door. Nobody made coffee. Nobody cleaned the bathrooms. Uh, The heat isn't on. It's freezing cold. The place is filthy. Praise and worship leader gets up with the worship team and they start some song out of tune, don't really know the words, kind of, you know, just fumble through it and somebody gets up to do announcements, has no clue what's going on this week and, you know, I mean, what are we doing? You know, somebody gets up there to take up an offering. I don't know. You can give if you want to or to, I don't know. I don't care, whatever. No child care. And I get up and say, well, Lord, you know, um, you know, bless this Holy Spirit and have your way today. So look at Genesis 1 and verse 1. Let's just start somewhere. I don't know, whatever. And, and we placed no value on setting an atmosphere. I know some of you who would walk right out if the coffee wasn't made. It's disorder. God comes to a prepared atmosphere. And that's not to say Holy Spirit won't change things up and we go off script, so to speak, but we're prepared, not just sitting there saying, well, Holy Spirit, have your way. It's not unspiritual to set an appointment with God. Some of you act like, well, just have faith and allow Holy Spirit to move and you don't need this and you don't need that and you don't need the other. Yes, you do. Freedom without boundaries is called rebellion. Setting an appointment to meet with God is very important if you want to hear. Next, number two, be still in worship. Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Exodus 14, 13, and Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, stand still and see the salvation of your Lord, which we will accomplish for you today. This is when they were gonna cross that Red Sea. 2 Chronicles 20, verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. How important is it to hear from the Lord on this one? I mean, imagine if they hadn't taken time to hear from God about this, they would have went to battle. But he said, no, you don't need to fight this one. In the middle of an upcoming battle and God speaks, you don't need to fight in this one. Well, that would be good to hear, wouldn't it? Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be feared or dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. This is the hardest thing for people to do is to stand still and to worship. But see what took place before this word from God was they came together and they set an appointment on the mountaintop to hear from him first. How important was it to hear this? Because what took place was once they listened and and they sent out the singers first, the enemies turned on one another and they destroyed one another without the people having to lift a finger. No, I mean, they went out there and watched. But they turned on each other. They destroyed one another. They didn't have to uh, swing a sword or shoot an arrow. He said, sit still. Now, most people will go straight to prayer and reading of the word, but let me say this. The most important thing you can ever do if you're going to hear God, meet with God, is to be still and worship before you pray and read the word. This is before God speaks. So much can happen when we form this intimate relationship with God. It's, it, it's, it becomes so hard to be still nowadays, hasn't it? I mean, really, especially now that we have these phones that give us access to everything in the world. If you have to have your phone with you, at least put some worship music on it and leave it alone and sit still and just say, Lord, I'm here and see what happens. And number three, yes, pray and read your Bibles. Now, that seems like such a strange thing that I would have to say to, I would suppose, who are believers listening to this podcast. But honestly, most do not do this, or at least we don't do it enough. 
Mark 1.35, now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and he prepared, he departed, I'm sorry, to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Jesus made an appointment in the morning time to pray. Psalm 119 and 147, I rise before the dawn of the morning and I cry for help. I hope in your word. Praying and reading the word. So what is it that we should pray for exactly? Well, this is really easy. What's on your heart at that time? See, let's say, let's say you got a family member. Uh, it's a family member that's on your heart. Well, then do that because here's the thing. If you, if you don't do that first, you're going to have a hard time moving on until you get that off of your heart. So pray what's burdening your hearts. If it's your health, pray about that first. Meet with God. Pray about what's on your heart. Then read the word. Now look, get a version that's easy to understand, okay? Something like NIV or something that's more thought for thought and maybe not word for word. Now I know, I know so many people coming out against this version and that version and the other version. I just saw for the first time, somebody posted some big video online about how the new King James version is satanic. Shut up. Now look, listen to me. Did you know that the Freedom From Religion organization has launched a campaign that's very deceiving, that has people who claim to be theologians and experts on this, that they're coming out against the Bible in these versions. So don't think for one second, well, this is some Christian or a believer doing this. Uh, Most likely it is not. You know, it's a lot like the Democrats saying the Republicans so they can go vote for candidates that are going to go against the Republicans who they really would want in office. They do this. So don't listen to this crap. You know Holy Spirit, and you allow Holy Spirit to talk to you about what version you should be reading. Because so far, I've seen something come out against every single version. Well, imagine that. They're just actually coming out against the Bible, period. But that's true. It is the Freedom From Religion organization that has launched this major campaign disguising themselves as as Christian theologians, and they are not. They are satanic. Okay, so don't buy into that junk. You know Holy Spirit. He can lead you about what version you should be reading. How about that? Because otherwise, you can find a commentary coming against every single version there is. So find a version that's easy for you to understand. Now for study, yeah, go back to the versions that are going to be more word for word. Absolutely. So where should I start reading? Well, inside the Bible. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to tell you, don't start in Genesis and just go, well, you know, Maybe start in Proverbs. Go to the book of John. Just read it. Number four, listen and write. Set an appointment. Be still and worship. Pray and read, but listen and write it down. This is the most practical way to hear God. Quiet yourself after you have listened and worship and read. Now quiet yourselves and write down what it is that you are hearing God say. Psalm 45 and verse 1, my heart bursts its banks, spilling beauty and goodness. I pour it out in a poem to the king, shaping the river into words. This is David speaking. All this, said David, the Lord made me understanding in writing by his hand upon me all the works of these plans. When I wrote it down, I understood it. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on the tablets that he may run who reads it. It's really the best way I know how to hear God, the most practical way to hear God. Write your prayers. Write what you believe God is saying to you through those prayers. Pray, read, right? 
do that, right? Here, here's what's going to happen. You're going to move from writing in the third person to writing in the first person. I believe that God is speaking through this passage that I am to trust him. I believe that God is saying that I can hope in him and that he is faithful, that he is merciful, that he is loving, that he is kind, that he is gracious. But soon you're going to begin to write and you're going to be writing things like, I believe that the Lord is saying to me, I am faithful. I am gracious. You can, you can trust me. You can put your confidence in me. You can find yourself writing in first person. We see that in the Bible, don't we? This is God speaking to me, not just a, in general to everybody. This is God speaking to me. We see that. When I go back and I think about my journey as a believer, it's not about what God has done for me, and he's done a lot, but it's more about what he has spoken to me. I really want this for you that this series would spark you to want to hear from God for yourselves personally, not just through messages, not even just through these podcasts, but that you would seek to have a relationship for yourselves. These in the Bible, they heard God. They had a relationship with God. It's not just about their great exploits, but look at the relationship they had in being able to hear God speak to them. He loves us so much, but you'll have to value this enough to make time to do it. And I can tell you that if you will really see the value in this and make that time to do it, you're never going to regret that time. This will advance you further than any conference, any meetings, any teachings, any gatherings. You and God meet daily. Those things can be an additive, a bonus, if you will. But nothing is going to take the place of personal time with God. Nothing's going to do that. You meeting with God will enhance those things, and those things can enhance the things you heard, but meeting with God would be the most important thing. Hearing and meeting daily, face-to-face, and taking time to hear what he is saying, not just running and gunning, right? I got some people on staff here who are like that. We talk, and, and, we're, and we're already talking, and before I'm done, they're already like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know, and, and I got it. And, and they don't listen. They, they just want to run and gun. They want to hear the first line, and they want to run. Stop. Because I can tell you when they do that, I stop talking. And I just let them go ahead. And I wasn't nowhere done, uh, nowhere, you know, done talking. But I stopped talking. Because you don't want, you don't value what I have to say. You just want to speak. You're hearing so that you can respond. Don't you, we have to unlearn this, guys. Because we've been trained this way in our lives. And you all know that. That we've been trained to to listen so that we can respond instead of listening just to hear. You have to unlearn how to do that. And how do you do that? Well, just what we talked about today, it's unlearning a whole pattern of things in your lives. You've got to sit still, and that's hard. Not pick up your phone, not do stuff like that, but to sit still until I hear from you, Lord. I'm not going anywhere because I can tell you, I just stopped talking. And God is the same. Stop and listen. Be quiet and value every word coming out of the mouth of God. The word of the Lord is very rare. It is very valuable. So the more that we train ourselves to do this, you're going to begin to see the answer to a whole bunch of questions that you had. So stop just assuming you know something and uh, really hear God's voice on it. You can if you'll value that time. 
Well, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you for joining me on the new Old School Podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Until next time, I'm going to continue meeting with God. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be taking that time, writing some things down. You know why? So I can continue to attempt the ridiculous and achieve the miraculous. Oh, 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 oh,